Welcome back to the Put Yourself First podcast, ladies. Today, we are talking about signs to spot that you need a reset. You need to stop, you need to pause, you need to reflect, you need to step back, you need more rest and rejuvenation in your life. And this episode is for you. If you feel like every single Friday, you are crawling to the end of the week. (laughs) Not entering the weekend, you know, maybe feeling excited or maybe feeling proud or celebrating yourself for the week, but constantly feeling like you're chasing your tail and you're burning out and you're just about getting to Friday. You know, or you sit down on a Monday morning at your desk or you drop the kids off or you... Um, sit down you know in your home office whatever you do and you blink and it's Friday and yet you've still not moved forward in the way that you want you know you've still not been able to make time for yourself you've still not been able to get to your favorite gym class or do that course that you really want to do or start the meditation practice that you've really wanted to be doing in the morning This is three signs if you're doing at least one of the following, you need a reset. You need to reset your nervous system and I'm going to talk more about that inside of my free workshop, Surviving to Thriving, which is coming up tonight when you are listening to this, if you're listening the day the podcast goes up. If you've missed it live, do not worry, still sign up so that you get the replay because it's juicy and you can still dive in. This is a free 90 minute workshop and healing activation. So you're not only gonna receive some mindset breakthroughs and shifts in terms of, oh fuck, this is what I've been doing or this is where I'm at, this is where I wanna go, but you're also gonna start to feel, physically feel that reset happening because we're gonna go into a healing activation which is going to feel really nourishing and really nurturing for you if you're going and dealing with any of the following that I'm going to share right now and if you also are struggling with stress and overwhelm the chances are that one or three of the fo- one to three of the following is happening so if you're someone who tends to have regular breakdowns or overwhelm moments you might wake up feeling like that underlying anxiety or dread because you're so aware of how much you've got on your plate tune into this the rest of this episode because chances are you're doing one of the following and it could completely shift things for you of like oh shit I need to stop doing that or I need to change that so number one you check your phone first thing in the morning and probably last thing before you go to bed as well or in the evening when you're getting ready for bed but first thing in the morning is one of the most common ones that I see and it might seem small it might seem like harmless but what checking your phone first thing is doing is it's starting off your day 
with information overwhelm. When you think about it, how much shit is on our phone? Messages, email, like messages could be text, it could be WhatsApp, it could be um, direct messages on social media, notifications on social media, maybe two, three, four different social media apps, Um, news sites, app notifications, this app wants you to go on and do this, this app needs you to do this, a reminder that you set, an alarm you set, you are just suddenly flooded with all of this information and you've not even got out of bed yet. (laughs) You've not even got out of bed yet. You've not even taken a sip of your first cup of tea or coffee for the day and you're already taxing your body's nervous system. You're already flooding your mind with an overwhelming amount of information. And another reason why this is so taxing for you is when you wake up in the morning, your brain is in this limbo where you're not asleep anymore, but you're also not fully awake and alert. And it's a really short window. But if you are first thing, as soon as you roll over, looking at your phone, you are doing that, you know, you're flooding yourself with that information before you've even woken up properly. And in that space of limbo, it's so much more, you're so much more receptive and you're so much more sensitive because your brain is in a different state of mind of being. In the same way that when you're asleep, you are in a different brainwave state. You are not conscious, you're not awake. When you wake up, you're in this in-between state. And it's a very similar state to if you've ever been in a deep meditation or a deep hypnosis or um, experienced sound healing or breath work, that state of mind where you are you are conscious, you're, you're, you're awake, but you are also very much present and very receptive to your mind and your surroundings. And let me tell you, in that state, you would be so much better taking your time and going, giving your partner or your kids or your dog or your cat a cuddle or going and looking out the window and breathing in fresh air, opening the window or plugging in your headphones straight away. And if you're going to go on your phone, at least play a meditation first rather than just going straight onto social media. But if you're someone who's checking your phone first thing when you wake up, I can guarantee there is a correlation between that and the state of mind and the sensitivity to stress and overwhelm that you're experiencing throughout the day. Because in the same way that, imagine eating 
it's like eating, you know, a big stack of Nutella pancakes at breakfast. How delicious would that be right now? I would love that right now. Eating a big old stack of Nutella pancakes and the Nutella is piled high or whatever your whatever your sweet treat is, you know, pan au chocolat or French toast with vanilla ice cream, right? Or whatever your thing is. It's like eating that for breakfast. What do you think is going to happen if you eat that for breakfast? Two hours later, you're going to feel an energy crash and you're going to set yourself off on this energy roller coaster for the rest of the day because you've started the day by peaking your sugar intake, that boost of energy, that dopamine hit that you get when you eat something sweet. And we all know that feeling of feeling so lethargic after eating something like that, especially on an empty stomach. Versus starting your day eating protein, eating, I don't know, like a big bowl of yogurt with berries or, you know, a nice smoothie with some eggs and avocado or whatever your, again, whatever your healthy, like favourite healthy breakfast is that is going to fill you up more, it's going to give you more energy and it's going to be more sustainable and you're less likely to have that roller coaster. So take that example because most of us know and have a have a general or basic understanding that say eating tons of sugar first thing isn't going to be the best choice for us. And we know and we viscerally feel the difference when we do that. And I want you to remember that because your other, the, the other systems of your body work the same. You know, if you, if you imagine your tummy is empty in the morning, I want you to also then imagine that your mind is empty in the morning. Your mind is more open and receptive to the information you are feeding it. And so what are you feeding your mind first thing in the morning? Because if you're feeding your mind a flood of social media, then I'm not surprised that you're feeling burnt out. And that's just one thing that you might be doing that is telling me you need a reset you need to take a step back and really look at how you are looking after yourself. So that's number one. Number two thing you could be doing and sign you need to reset and take a step back is you are saying yes to everyone else except for yourself. So you are running family members around, giving people lifts, you are going to work, you are cooking, you are taking the dog out, you are staying late at work. If you work for yourself, you're saying yes to every single offer and opportunity you get. You are overbooking yourself, you're overworking, you're overgiving, you're overdoing it. And even on a personal level, 
I see women who are like overdoing it with fitness, you know, are overdoing it with always packing their weekend with plans and always being on the go and never stopping and never taking time for themselves. And so if you find you're saying yes to everything outside of yourself and yet you've barely stopped for a break in the past week or you've you found that, like I said at the beginning, you reach a Friday and you're like crawling to the end of the week, you're like having to peel yourself off the floor because you're so exhausted, then this is a big warning sign that something needs to change and there are always going to be weeks where someone needs us or shit hits the fan there are always going to be weeks where there's a deadline or there's a launch or there's a project or there's a trip planned and there's preparation and there's more involved in 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 making that happen But that should be an anomaly. That should be the exception to the standard. If every week you find yourself saying, next week things will quieten down. Next week things will quieten down. I just need to get to the end of this month. I just need to get through this project. I just need to hit this deadline. I just need to sort this person out. I just need to get to the end of this week or get to the end of this to-do list or whatever. And then I can relax. And yet, how many times have you said that to yourself? How many weeks have you said next week, next week, next week? Once this is done, then I'll relax. But you're still not giving yourself that space. That is a big sign that I see women coming to me struggling with that tells me that they are on the road to burnout they are on the the survival train where they are just simply treading water and feeling like they're not moving forward in life or they're not you know they're not making time for the things that really matter to them like their personal goals or the next level of their career or their family being present more at home or their you know health and well-being whatever it might be if you find yourself constantly saying yes to everyone except yourself then that's a big sign that we need to take a step back from that and the third one is a big one and This is also a tough pill to swallow as well. So I really hear you and feel you if you are a yes to this and any of this. But the third one is that you continue to put off non-urgent but important tasks. So if you read the incredible book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, in that book, he introduces this like game-changing method of looking at tasks and basing them on important, urgent, not important and not urgent. 
And so you can see it like a quadrant where some tasks are important and urgent. So it's important and urgent that when my dog is crying and something's wrong with him, I need to take him to the vet ASAP. That's both important to me and it's urgent. There might be other urgent tasks that you're dealing with. And the chances are that you're probably stuck in that important and urgent and maybe even not important but urgent. (laughs) Like something could be not important but still urgent, such as I see this a lot in in workplaces, in career, where everything is urgent, right? Everything is a priority. And yet you say yes to one thing, but then the week after your boss is all all of a sudden landing this other project in your lap. And all of a sudden that's the most important thing. And yet a few days ago, they were telling you to do this other thing that was apparently the most important thing. And it's like that other people's urgency is not your emergency, but there might be urgent tasks that are being landed in your lap, either in work, in your family life, in your personal life, favours you're being asked to do. And it's not important necessarily that you are the person to do them, but you're still saying yes to them. Now there are non-urgent but important tasks that you are not making time for consistently. So an example of a non-urgent but important task generally is something to do with your goals. So you might be like, right, this week I am going to sit down on Wednesday night and I'm going to go through this coaching course because I know this course is going to help me with X, Y, Z, which is going to help me achieve my goal. Or on Thursday, I'm going to send that job application. I'm going to even sit down and go on a job site and look at jobs. These are tasks that no one is saying, no one is coming and saying, if you don't do this by X date, it's done, it's gone forever, you can never do it again. No one is giving you a deadline, no one is giving you that kick up the arse or that accountability because it's you and it's your goal. And so we put off those tasks and if you are continuing to put off important but not pressing or urgent tasks that you know are gonna move you forward, and instead you're staying busy and feeling like you're constantly putting out fires of urgent tasks, like things that come up that you need to address, but also things that other people potentially put on your plate that aren't aren't urgent for you or aren't a priority for you. And yet it's, you easily get sucked in to the drama of that. You know, you easily get sucked in to constantly doing favours for other people or saying yes to things. And it's like that, going back to that example where 
on a Sunday night, you're like, right, this week on Wednesday, I'm going to look for jobs. This week on Thursday, I'm going to update my CV or this week I'm going to um, promote my business. I'm going to go live and talk about this thing or I'm going to finally like leave Wednesday night free so that I can go on like dates because I've been messaging this person on the dating apps. These things that no one is coming to tell you off if you don't do. But yeah, you know that thing is so important to you. But all of a sudden you blink and it's Friday again and you've not done it. And what this tells me is, of course, is that you need that time to reset and reflect because you're living in this survival mode of putting out fires and of just getting through the day, of just staying busy and pleasing other people and putting other people's needs first. But you're not doing that important behind the scenes work that is truly, truly important to you. It's so easy to get caught up in on a work day by falling into your inbox and spending, you know, hours sorting out admin stuff. But you're sitting on that course idea or that workshop you want to do or that project, you know, even in a workplace, doesn't need to be your own business, but it could be like, I want to put myself forward for this opportunity or I want to present this idea. I want to pursue this project. But you're so busy and hectic in the day to day that you're continuing to put off those tasks. And they're always the things that you want to do are always falling to the bottom of the to do list. If that is happening to you on a consistent basis, I'm going to say 80% of the time, if 80% of the time you get to the end of the week and you've not, you've not completed those important but not urgent tasks, those projects, those ideas, those goals, then chances are this is leaving you feeling overwhelmed, frustrated and I'm also going to say for many of you, fucking resentful. Resentful. Because when you feel like you're giving so much to other people and you're constantly busy and you're constantly fighting fires, yeah, you are going to feel resentful. Because you're going to feel like you're not moving forward with the things that are important to you. You're going to feel resentful to the other people in your life. And you're also probably going to feel resentful to yourself because you're the one at the bottom of your own priorities. And this is draining you. And it has you feeling like you're just treading water. You know, if you're in a massive swimming pool and you want to get to the other side of the swimming pool. This is you just treading water. You're going to stay afloat. You're not going to drown. You're going to be still in the swimming pool, 
but treading water is not going to get you to the other side of the swimming pool. It's just keeping you afloat. It's just keeping you in the same spot. And sometimes it's okay to have that, right? Sometimes we have weeks where our main number one job is to get through it and survive. But that isn't a life that I want for you. And that isn't a life you want for yourself. And so if any one of these three things resonates with you, I can almost bet and guarantee that right now you feel like you're living in survival mode and you need a reset and you deserve to take a step back and to really pour that energy back into yourself. So I would love to hear from you if you resonate with today's episode, if you are doing one, two or all three of these things reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what specifically resonated with you, what you are doing and what you've identified you want to stop doing. I'd love to be able to support you and hold you accountable with that and make sure you come, or I should say, make sure you sign up for the replay of the free workshop Surviving to Thriving because if you resonate with today's episode, you, you need it, (laughs) you need it, um, you need to come, like, it's gonna be fab, you're really, really gonna benefit from it. I also want to say at the end here, I am taking on new one-to-one clients right now, I love to work with ambitious women to help them go from surviving their life to truly thriving in all areas, with my unique light up, level up method to help you light up into the woman you're here to be, to switch on your radiance, to heal from the shit that you are holding onto that is keeping you stuck in these cycles of all or nothing, of burnout, of overgiving, of people pleasing, of lacking boundaries, of attaching your self-worth to your work the list could go on healing that letting go of that switching on your light so you are showing up to your life as the woman you are here to be and then leveling up and allowing yourself to dream big and go after your goals and make progress right on those important things that are a priority for you that in three months time in six months time depending on how long you want to work together for you're going to look back and say I'm now here and oh my god I've come so far and look what look what I've created for myself look at the results I've I've got not just in your life, not just with your goals, but in yourself, in how you feel, in getting to the end of the week, feeling fulfilled, feeling proud, feeling excited, feeling balanced. Because yes, you've been productive. Yes, you've focused on what's important. Yes, you're still a productive boss ass bitch and you've still got the job done in your work, in your life, in your business, whatever you do, 
and you're also looking after yourself you're also present with your loved ones you're also pouring pleasure and joy and fulfillment into your day-to-day life because life is worth living and you know that you're the main character of your life that is the energy and the vibe and the intention of our one-to-one work together and of course that is so unique to you so if you want to talk about your version of success your goals your healing I would love to chat about specifically how I can support you learn more about you get to know you So if you want to start that process, reach out to me on either Instagram or TikTok. You can DM, you can email, you can just get your application straight in for the one-to-one coaching. All the links you need will be in the show notes. But the important thing is, if you're interested, is to just reach out. I love to connect with women who are ambitious and who want to be thriving in all areas of their life. I love to have these conversations. I love answering questions. I love chit-chatting, DMing, you know, messaging, voice noting, whatever you need. And this is a this is for me about getting to know you and your dreams and really coming to a place where we both know that it's a hell yes before considering and talking about next steps. So I only will go there with you if we both feel that. So it's really important that you know that because I don't just take on, you know, you're not just like a number or a sale. You're an amazing woman who I want to get to know, whatever the outcome of that is. Even if it's a, oh, this actually isn't for me. I actually, I you know, this isn't going to be a good fit. I want you to be so confident in your decision of whether to move forward with this or not, which is why I give so much, I give so many shits about the conversations that we have. So if that feels like supportive and nourishing and something you really need right now, I mean, especially if you resonate with with what I've been talking about today and if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time and you feel and see yourself in the work that I talk about, just know that you are here for a reason. You found this podcast for a reason and I'd love to connect and talk about next steps with you. So we'll look forward to hearing from some of you on that. I always appreciate you sharing the podcast and leaving reviews and all of that good stuff. So please make sure you're following, make sure you've rated and reviewed if you've not already. And I will see you all in the next episode.